that broken engine His coughing as it sparks It feels like our conversation Was dull and gray and didn't start And I've been to the depot I've been sleeping on the trains From Brighton Beach over to Sheffield To Manhattan and the rain And I don't know how to forget you all right good afternoon i'm jesse this is after the gig um i'm here coming at you from my kitchen again i like doing the podcast from here because there's lots of light and i can see the squirrels and the birds kind of playing over there which is one of my favorite things to do these days so um i am tired I'm on my third cup of coffee, and it's only 12.24 right now. That can't be all that healthy. I don't know. What's the limit of coffees that you should have per day? It's a wonder that I have high blood pressure. So let's see here. That song that we were listening to um, before I rudely interrupted is Manhattan in the Rain by Ryan Adams. Ryan Adams, before he was canceled, um, I don't know, in 2018 or so, um, 2019 maybe, uh, for his involvement in uh, Phoebe Bridger's life and kind of holding back her career a bit. Um, I don't know the exact, I don't know. I don't know the exact stuff of what happened there. I know that there was some... uh, bad stuff that went down with his marriage with Mandy Moore, who is now married to the lead singer of Dawes. I forget his name. Doesn't matter. Anyway, Ryan Adams has always been one of my favorite artists. I love his music. And over the course of uh, the last couple of years when he was um, in exile and not playing any shows and canceled and stuff and being punished for the things that he did, uh, I followed him refollowed him on social media on Spotify and on Instagram to kind of follow because I've always loved his music um, it's always been so good let me turn that notification off let's see yeah I've always I've always been a big fan of his music because I love the sounds I love the drums I love the guitars and I love all that stuff I love his songwriting I think it's I think he's one of the best songwriters around um but I followed him through that whole process and just to see like how he recovered from it and it was very interesting to follow him in those times because he he, it became like a crazy creative time for him after a certain period of like being wildly depressed (laughs) and uh going through so much stuff. He went to therapy and, and, um, and went through all these, these things and, and kind of like a 12 step program to get better and to kind of figure his life out and all that stuff. It's all personal, which I'm not going to get into cause I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know him personally or anything. I just, I just know his music, um, which I enjoy, but I think what's incredible is after that whole the whole thing with him that he went through he got super like hyper um productive 
which I think is just how he handled or how he had to handle going through that period in his life being like kind of thrown away, which is, um, which, which must be incredibly difficult. Um, so let's see here. I'm going to search Ryan Adams here. Comes up quick because I listen to him all the time, but the latest releases, he just came out with that single, but if I go into the discography here, Sword and Stone is his latest release. It's 12 songs. It must have been just released because I haven't heard anything on it yet. What was that? That was kind of crazy. So, um, that is his latest release. It's uh, Sword and Stone, 12 songs, 2024. 10 songs released 2024. Let me... It's the 18th of January, 2024. So, two albums. That's 22 songs. And that one's called Star Sign. He released Prisoners Live. Prisoners is is one of my favorite albums by him. It's a more, it's a, I guess a more recent album, but he's had so many albums come out within the last couple of years. Prisoners Live, which was released also 2024, 12 songs. It's all uh, acoustic. I think there's some keyboards and stuff in there. Um, it's just such a, it's a great album. Uh, here's one of my favorite tunes from it. Am I supposed to know when it's time to go in the middle of the night when I'm all alone? Don't know what to do. Don't know what I'm. All right. Um, that one's called uh, Outbound Train. Okay. So there's Sword and Stone. 2024, Star Sign 2024, 10 songs, 12 songs, Prisoners 12 songs, but they were all, you know, from a previous album, and it was from live performances. Another album, 14 songs, released 2024, called Heat Wave, and another album released 2024, called uh, called 1985. 29 songs. I mean, this is insane. And uh, so this this 1985 album which I have never I've never heard before. I didn't even know this was here. I was just going to get into the albums that I knew about and I've already discovered two albums that I had no idea existed. So 1985 most of these songs like one of them is 34 seconds, you know, a minute 51, a minute 38, all super stuff. I'm wondering if this is all just kind of ideas. Let's, here's the first track called Dark Places off of 1985 by Ryan Adams.
it's only like four or five more seconds. I'm trying to keep everything under 30 seconds. So, oh my God, that, so he has this, he has this whole alter ego thing of being like a punk artist when he has all these super sensitive songs that are all fantastic, but he also like, uh, I think the song Wolves is, is kind of punk. Um, he has that whole side of him. I got to listen to a little bit more. Yeah, it's all kind of like that. Yeah, it's not going to be for everybody. I'm I'm very I'm very interested in listening to this whole thing. It's so crazy that he does he does these things. I imagine that, you know, I know he has people that he plays with all the time, but he has he's probably just like gets up and says, "Hey, I want to make this pop punk record or this punk record let's let's go and do this and every song is going to be 50 seconds going to be a minute there's only two songs that are over two minutes and it's the last two songs uh sorry we went into another album Yeah, so I wonder if it's just one instrumentation or one group of guys because he has the Cardinals. He had he's had a few different iterations iterations of his bands. So it's very interesting to hear that. And then he released. Now we're into twenty twenty three. We've gone through one, two, three, four, five albums released. Within the first within the first twenty days of twenty twenty four, which is bananas. So twenty twenty three, he originally I uh I, I'll look for the date of it, but um he originally had a Carnegie Hall album which was super long. This one, this new one, is also super long. It's thirty songs, and it, it's all it's it's all acoustic. It's so intimate. It's acoustic, and also um, he plays some piano on a few different songs. I know he does a great version of um, New York. Uh, is it New York, New York, or is it I Love You, New York? Um, he must play it on this album. Sweet Carolina, it was classic, Dirty Rain, 2, When the Stars Go Blue, it's one of my favorites. All right, yeah, it's New York, New York. So he had a piano version on the original Carnegie Hall album of that which is really really cool um and the between song banter is is really really funny and really good but um so he just released that to a sold out audience in at Carnegie Hall which the date of the show was May 14th 2022 so he turned that around fairly quickly you know within a year um now we're still in 2023, another album called Morning Glory, which is 14 songs. Um, 2023, another album called Blood on the Tracks, 10 songs. Another album, 2023, Nebraska, which is 10 songs. Uh, Devolver, now we're in 2022. 
So Devolver is 11 songs. FM in 2022 is 10 songs. Romeo and Juliet in 2022 is 19 songs, which has uh, one of my favorites by him in the last little bit, which is called Roller Coaster, which is a fan, you know, really nice song. Apparently other people think that too, because it has over a million streams, which is, mm, I don't know, 700,000 more than any other song. That's a really nice song. You should check that out. This roller coaster. Uh, 2022, 18 songs, album called Chris. Big Now, Big Colors, now we're back in 2021. So he must have gone through his stuff, the cancellation, in 2021 because the song that came out before all of that went down was a song called Fuck the Rain, which features John Mayer on guitar. Um. And that was supposed to be the first single off of this album, Big Colors, which was massively delayed. Oh, so that it might have even happened before that because let me see if I can get down to the singles here. Because if Fuck the Rain was a single, in it depends on what year the single was, which I don't know if it's going to show me that. Uh, discography i wonder if there's a okay so there's a second section called singles big colors was another one in 2021 which i think is off of that album baby i love you spotify singles willow tree i don't see fuck the rain here but i think i think it was around 2018 or 2019 that that happened and then that completely, you know, obviously he just, he, he disappeared. He went away and uh, didn't come back until 2021. So let's see here. Let's go to F the rain. But how crazy is that? One, two, three, four, five, six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen fourteen albums since 2021 that's so crazy um so let's see here big colors had Fuck the Rain on it, which was that first single, and then Big Colors is the second second biggest, biggest single on that album. Um, I love how I've completely alienated people that hate Ryan Adams. Either you're listening or you're like, oh my God, I can't believe he listens to Ryan Adams. He's a horrible person. Um, so let's see here. Now, this wasn't my favorite song when it first came out. I want to lie down here in your arms and just die 
That was very interesting. Long enough to be so I'll let you guys go and listen to that. And, and feel free, make a playlist of these tunes and, and uh, check. There's so much to listen to of his discography. I haven't, when people release so many albums like that in succession, I have a hard time following. I have a hard time listening to everything because you want to listen to so much stuff, but not everything is, I mean, this isn't, this isn't 24 albums or however many albums I counted of hits. You know, a lot of these are barely listened to songs, you know, for, for an artist that has Spotify says here over, you know, over 1.2, almost 1.3 million listeners a month. You know, it's like, you're going to have a bunch of stinkers if you're <laughs> if you're uh, releasing that many. But the thing is, he has such a sound and such a vibe that everything is kind of, you know, everything works a bit. Like, here's a... I think he just finds a vibe and, and runs with it and, and just tries to make it the best he can. You know, uh, that's kind of a blanket statement with any artist, I guess. Um and he has a bunch of covers here, like Tangled Up in Blue. He has a nice cover of that. This is off of Blood on the Tracks. I actually really dig this cover of Tangled Up in Blue. It's really good. Early one morning, the sun was shining. I was lying in bed. Wondering if she changed it all for was to her folks, they said our lives together Sure was gonna be rough they Never did like mama's homemade dress Papa's bank book wasn't big enough Some people, you know, I know that there's a few people that are fans of this show of after the gig that aren't into all that reverb, but he's definitely a reverby kind of guy, um, which is pretty interesting. So the the artist that was involved in his in his uh, issues and cancellation and stuff was Phoebe Bridgers, who is an incredible uh, singer songwriter in in her own right. And I believe that we could have experienced a lot more of her music if she didn't have to go through this situation being held back um, by Ryan Adams. If that's true or not, who knows? I don't, I don't know the ins and outs and the details and I, I don't want to speculate but that's kind of the, that's the person that this is about. And if uh, if you don't know who Phoebe Bridgers is, I'm about to introduce you. But there's a tune. There's like tunes that they wrote about each other, which is pretty obvious um, in the lyrics. So I want to go to one of Ryan Adams' songs off the album Prisoner, which has a lyric. Um, Saying, I was so bored, let me find it. Am I supposed to know? Okay, so that's the line. I was so bored, I was so bored, I don't know anything anymore. So we're going to go to Phoebe Bridgers. 
thumbs up quick because I really like her. She's really great. And I believe she's also one part, one of three in the band Boy Genius, I want to say, which which is a super cool band as well. So check them out. I think it's Motion Sickness. Yeah. What a powerful couple of lyrics to start a song. It's so crazy. Um, hate you for what you did, but I miss you like a little kid. So apparently, I'm just speculating. It might be out on the internet that this song is about Ryan Adams, but I'm speculating that it is about Ryan Adams. Um, now, wow, 10.7 monthly list, 10.7 million monthly listeners. That is a lot of people. Sorry, I'm going to skip around because I'm trying to find where this lyric is. I'm pretty sure it's after the bridge, or it is. I mean that kind of t- that kind of does it for me. If anyone's going to speculate about anything, that's a pretty safe bet right there. I think uh, so. Phoebe Bridgers, excellent artist, so incredible. I just thought it was worth mentioning her as an artist because with while talking about Ryan Adams because they've kind of been linked with that whole experience, which has uh, been which has been uh, you know obviously detrimental to Ryan's. Uh, career but on the other other side of it people that i know that have played with him is have have told me that he is uh a much different more well a much different well-adjusted kind of person has gone through a lot of of stuff and a lot of growing and all that and but you know like i said i don't know the guy if you're like oh fuck that guy he was did this thing he's awful terrible um that's fine that's fair enough fair enough but i love his music i'm really into it so i think you should check a few songs out and this whole thing is about kind of some artists that i've been into for a while and these are people that i listen to constantly when i'm on the road and provide much inspiration for my music and for just you know just love to listen to them while in the in the car or on the road and and all that. So another one is uh and I I'm sure I have talked about her before is Madison Cunningham who I met and waited for an Uber on Orchard, I think it's Orchard Street, which was behind 
uh, Rockwood Stage Three, which I don't. I think Rockwood's all done now, uh, which is crazy. Um, or at least Stage Two and Stage Three are all done, but they're keeping Stage One. It's a whole thing. They got killed during the pandemic, which is super sad because it's my favorite venue to play in New York. So anyway. With that being said, uh, Madison was playing Stage 3, which is a downstairs, super vibey, super small venue. And she was all done. I didn't get to see it. And a lot of the musicians that were at the bar upstairs from Stage 3 were talking about her and all this stuff. I was like, oh, cool. So she came upstairs and I introduced myself. I said, hi, you know, I don't know your stuff. But everyone's talking about you, <laughs> and you know, I thought I just introduced myself, and it's nice to meet you. And I'm I'm gonna go on Spotify and check out all your stuff after after this conversation. So, and then I ended up going outside just to get some air, make a phone call or something. And then she was waiting for an Uber, so I just kind of stood there and talked to her, and um, and uh, just I don't know, I just was out there talking to Madison Cunningham. I don't even remember what we we're talking about. I was probably annoying her. So let's see. Do, 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 do. Madison Cunningham. Song in my head. So I'm going to go to her first album. Let's see her discography. She just released. The last thing she released was in 2023. Is this just some singles? I think this might be just singles. Yep. Let's go to albums. Albums, albums, albums. So her first album was 2019. It's called Who Are You Now? And the first song off of it, she's a guitar player. She's a badass killer guitar player and a really great singer and a really great writer. Um, but here's the first track off of her first album uh, that came out in 2019 called Pin It Down. She plays a sick, uh, Fender Mustang. It's either a Mustang or Jazzmaster. I always get those confused. It's the one with the humbuckers, not the single coil pickups, but, um, and it sounds so cool. It's such, it's so her, the, the sound. Here we go. Drums are sick too. Very cool. <clears throat> so check out uh, Madison Cunningham. She's the best. Um, so, I mean, so cool. <laughs> so cool. And the second song, which had a lot more, well, it had double the listens of that one. Song in My Head. There's a song in my head. Oh, a line that never stops playing. I'm not sure how it ends. I can't remember where. Which is interesting that this song got so many more plays than any other song 
on that album. I'm I'm just wondering is it is it because it's more digestible? They're both really good, but maybe Song in My Head appeals to a wider audience. Pin It Down is like, you know, a little more gritty, a little more groovy and maybe people wouldn't be into that. Song in My Head is more sing-songy. It's it's vibey. I don't know. I wonder. I really wonder. So that was that album. I don't really know a lot of the stuff off other albums. There's Revealer. It's only that that's she only has two albums, which I'm surprised. And then she has a, an amazing cover of In My Life, which I'm sure has U- a YouTube video, which is which is great too. I'm I think I've seen that. Um, biggest song off of the second one is Hospital, which is cool. I feel like I'm going to get in trouble and all this stuff is going to get muted. I'm going to have an album of just me sitting around. Or have a podcast of me sitting around. Well, you'll never see me dying On screen or microscope So she totally has a vibe. I I love it, man. It, it's it's not super simple. It goes into there's a lot of different chord changes. There's a lot of things that make the music interesting, which which is what I'm into. Um, I also love. I mean, for me, the the perfect songs or the type of songs that I like are are ones that are really good driving songs like one songs that like have a groove and a vibe to it but like you can sing to it but have interesting changes so i mean i'm sure everyone likes those songs and everyone likes to write those songs but for me in particular i'm you know it kind of has to be like that for me personally so let's go into my playlists and i have a few here or you now recent release radar and one of my playlists i call it drive obviously because of what i just explained but it's full of john mayer it's full of uh rap i have a lot of beastie boys i have tribe called quest i have some big i have Kendrick Lamar here. I have uh, Beastie Boy. Did I already say that? I have D'Angelo, which I have been getting. All right. So side topic. I've been getting into woodworking lately. I'll show you guys a, a video or or a picture or something of my my garage. And I've been making I've been making picture frames and I've been making uh tables and and um i made my workbench but i've been looking up how to make floating wooden frames for artwork for uh for canvases because genevieve and i in our living room which is over there we have it, it our walls are very bare like it's it's very much someone that just moved into a house <laughs> that that doesn't have like a bunch of furniture we have what we have. Like I refinished this table that I'm on right now. I built the bed that's in in our guest room. Um, so I've been getting super into that and woodworking projects. I have two picture frames, and I think I'm going to incorporate it into Over the Hump or maybe Patreon as 
as giveaways. Um, you know, you get you get a picture frame made by yours truly, which I think is a, an interesting thing. I take they the two that I've made have taken a while. I've been experimenting with finishes and and how to do them and and stuff like that. And I think they're coming out good. And what I why I did that project was because you know I released my first song. Uh, chemical uh, about a month ago. It's uh, a little more than a month ago. And I always envied the walls of people with platinum albums and stuff. I'm like, yeah, well, it's not going to, I'm not going to get that. So I might as well do my own cover art and make a cool presentation for it for myself and the people that were involved in making that song. So I'm making two. There's only two people playing on the album. So uh, I'm, or on the song. So I made two of them. And uh, yeah, so that's that's kind of that story. Um, I know a lot of you guys make things and, and have Etsy, Etsy shops and build stuff, um, which is super cool. And I've always been interested in it and I've never, I've never done it. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is because of that floating... Um, that floating frame uh, for canvases in general, because a friend of mine, when I was in college, um, did did these paintings, and you've probably seen them before if you've watched Over the Hump or any any of the videos that have those really colorful paintings um, that were done by Christopher Oppold, good friend of mine from Berkeley, and when I was at Berkeley. One of the artists that defined, uh, that Chris actually introduced me to, um, Chris and that whole group of people, um, some of which are playing music still, most of which aren't, but anyway, um, the artist that really defined my college career, my college days or years, whatever, was D'Angelo. D'Angelo and the album Voodoo was was it so if you are a musician you're gonna be like yeah duh everyone went through a voodoo phase um but i'm still in it very much so i still love it so much it's the best most people remember that album for the famous video of d'angelo like naked by himself singing the song um uh oh my god i i it's like the song i listen to the least let me let me get this really quick uh it's not feeling like making love it's untitled how does it feel how does it feel and it has 57 million streams hold on Most of you know that song from Turning It On After a Date. I'm trying to make something happen. Um, so, it's a great song. One more again. But here's, here's the tune, not this tune. Here's the tune that literally defined college for me. Here we go. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
back to a party that i went to on newberry street at this at, you know a bunch of rich kids went to berkeley so a lot of them had apartments right on newberry street like third floor roof access and and when i was there we had um chris and my buddy greg had had like a dj uh group so they were both djs we did parties and stuff and we did this party over and i would just i provided sound equipment so they would use my pa and uh <laughs> we would go do these parties one of them was on newberry street and just i just remember the first time i ever heard this song which was at in this apartment on newberry street it was great it was a great night the bridge is a whole other thing it's fantastic and then of course chicken grease which is like the best and Questlove, Pino Palladino uh, played on this album, and Questlove talks about this album as like it was so hard to do because they were trying to make it sound disjointed. So they're trying to make this uh, this song not in particular. That one's pretty right on the beat, but there were songs that are just like really like kind of it's it, it was kind of the start of that um uh that swung but also dotted half note uh hi hat thing and kind of the the snare drum like jumping out in front of the beat or you know that kind of that thing and it was like that neo the whole neo soul movement and this album introduced me to a lot of things like the Eric Badu live album which is unbelievable so i highly recommend checking that out i'm going to go back to this playlist um because i love this playlist so much it like spans so many so many different times of music in my life you know you can really pinpoint a place in time like you know this is great that's a record beastie boys classic All right, so and then I just there's so much stuff. There's there's Willie Nelson on here, Columbus Stockade Blues, which I covered a lot with Dan Mills. Way down in Columbus, Georgia, I wanna be back in Tennessee. Way down in Columbus, Stockade, friends of turns. Uh, I can't hear myself, so that probably sounded terrible. So that. 
whole album, all the Ryan Adams stuff. Um, and of course, this this song had to make it on there as well. Let me get to this. <laughs> Um, all right, so guys, I have a question. What kind of music defined different points of your life in college, maybe when you were younger, maybe when your parents, uh, what your parents introduced you to? My dad introduced me to a lot of prog rock, yes, and sticks and all kinds of cool stuff back in the day. Um, and my mom listened to a lot of Van Morrison and John Mellencamp and James Taylor. So I'm interested in what you guys listened to back in the day and why you did and what you didn't like and what like what did you hate that your parents put on? You know, were you just like, oh. I, I honestly I didn't have anything that my parents played that I didn't really that I didn't like in some capacity um some of the prog rock stuff got a little old for me after a while but it was still like so good and it introduced me to a lot of other things going forward but what were some of the things that you really really enjoyed and that really kind of propelled and uh facilitated your love for other types of music and then what did that lead to what do you like now that you just can never be able to turn off. Um, with the culture of having so many singles come out, you don't, we don't have a ton of albums that are released in their entirety that you have to listen to them. You know, like Morning View by Incubus is one of those albums for me. The Blue Album by 311 is one of those albums for me. Continuum by John Mayer is one of those albums for me. Um, so and there's and there's so many voodoo by uh d'angelo and also his his newer stuff is, is well you know define new but black messiah um which was released uh let's see when that was released here oh wow 2014 that's crazy 2014 that it took him you know voodoo was released in 2000 and it was such a unbelievable hit and then he had a ton of different singles and stuff but from 2000 to 2014 that's a big gap and everybody wanted a new album from him for so 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 long um and it was incredible when when it came out <coughs> excuse me um but yeah answer that question for me and if you're not subscribed to the youtube please subscribe um like the video it's the only way that these things get out. And um, join the Patreon. I'm about to record a, a episode of the Patreon right now that goes completely behind the scenes with uh, Chemical. And I'm going to play different tracks. I'm going to isolate things. And I'm going to really go through it here. And um, I would love for you to be a part of that. The only way that I can record and keep things going is if people... Uh, subscribe and follow that and that's kind of the model so um, I appreciate all of you that already do that you guys are amazing and I'm hoping to do uh, another over the hump where I can play some tunes and talk with you guys live um, so please stick around for all that now I need to think of some music to release here I know um, I'm gonna, I want to go with someone that I know let's listen to Red Wanting Blue <clears throat> 
So back before I knew Red Wanting Blue, um, knew these guys and knew their songs, John of Carbon Leaf fame, um, you know, introduced me because obviously he's, you know, good friends with Scott and all of those guys. He grew up with Scott, went to high school and stuff with him. But it, it's, I didn't really list, start listening to them until a little bit later. And, um, you know, because you, know, you listen to the stuff, it, everybody gets to the same point where they listen to the same stuff over and over again. I'm, I'm trying so hard to break out of that constantly, um, but it, I have a hard time breaking out of it. So let's see one of the first songs. I think White Snow is one of my favorite songs that I got really into when I was listening to it, when I was first getting into Red Wanting Blue, or first started listening to them. Um, So let's do that. Let's play White Snow as our outro here. And I'm just going to sit here. I'll probably walk away. Um, But you guys enjoy and check out the Patreon. Oh, the sweatshirt. This is the ATG with Jesse Humphrey's sweatshirt. This is the most comfortable sweatshirt I have ever had. I wear it every single day. I got a size bigger. So check out uh, afterthegigpod.com and go get yourself a sweatshirt. They're really awesome. And there's also a matching hat, a beanie cap that has the little ball on top. I don't have it here in front of me, but it has my face on it. And it's really, really warm and really, really comfy. So if you uh, need a new sweatshirt or if you want to support the show and get some uh after the gig merch this is a really good start i wear it every single day it's the best okay here is white snow by red wanting blue enjoy your weekend Ja 
jealously are sounding their dead alarm. The tongue tossed from there.